When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. If you've got a chance, go and follow us on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank. L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. It's a bit like um, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. But anyway, don't mind my... Bizarre references at Ethos Pelicans is the show, and if you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music, wherever you can get us from. Uh, and we're also on Dash Radio as well on dashradio.com. So if you're listening on the Nothing But Net radio channel, you'll hear us on there as well. So last episode we talked about the acquisition of CJ, and then a tough. Well, a, a victory against an emotional victory against uh, the Houston Rockets. Now, since then we've played two games, and CJ McCollum debuted against the Miami Heat, and then proceeded tonight to play the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the first game, it was it was tough. Honestly, it was a couple of days ago, um, and CJ had flown in at midnight. He's got a one month year old. Um, you know that he's he's had to leave Portland, an emotional place he was at for nine uh, years. And then doesn't get to bed till 2.30, new city, all of that, trying to adjust to a new team, um, all the fanfare surrounding it. And so, he, admittedly, he looked tired. And, you know, I don't blame him. I look tired when I um, have eight hours sleep. So, you know, the guy's running off fumes. And, um, yeah, we proceeded to get, get beaten by a better team, 112 to 97. CJ uh, took the majority of the shots, and I think that was to get him accustomed. Uh, he shot 6 of 21 which is very uncharacteristic-like, and uh, he had still had 15, 7, and 5. Uh, Valanciunas, 16 and 9, only getting the 8 shots, and B.I. with 12 shots had 15 points. Uh, D.G. had 16 points on 15 shots, 6 of 15, and his shot still is uh, is struggling to fall, and we'll talk about that a little bit more about the Spurs game. thought I'd just recap this one quickly. Jose really kept us in the game off the bench with 17, and... Um, He's been fantastic. Honestly, now he's got a defined role. Uh, ever since that happened, he has just been uh, top-notch. And we appreciate having him on the team. And he was pretty much the only 
factor off the bench. Gary Clark, solid with nine rebounds, defended really well, uh, but um, unfortunately he had three steals. But on the scoring end, he, um, he struggled. Zero of three from his shots. Now, Herb Jones, of course, uh, struggled with foul trouble, 28 minutes and only seven points. Still had a steal and three blocks, but, uh, you know, tough night guarding Jimmy Butler, particularly when the refs help him and uh, give him uh, unlimited free throw attempts. Uh, they had, he shot 11 of 11 from free throws and ended up with 29 points. So what did he have without that? You know, 18. Anyway, I'm not here to count fouls, besides the fact that the foul count was completely lopsided. Um, it was 23 to 19, but uh, the free throw attempts, 28 to 24, uh, 24 to 28, the Heat made, and we had 16 attempts and made 14 of them. So, uh, you know, choose your own adventure on that. Uh, now, there was big debate about, um, you know, the chemistry and whether you start Devontae and alongside CJ, these defensive uh liabilities potentially moving Josh Hart well it's a bit of a suck it and see you know you're trying to find out how this team matches up you know with two games in you're trying to assimilate a new guy into the offense it's not going to be easy you know particularly in this first game the guy didn't know defensive rotations he didn't know what offense we run you know everyone runs some general plays but you don't know the nuances. You don't know your teammates. You might forget their name. You've just met 15 new guys. I don't know. It's tough. It's like going to any new job. So, except you're on a national stage in front of, you know, millions of people. Uh, and so people are watching. The, the difficult part is, is we really can't um, give it away this quickly. So we have a night off. We roll into this Spurs game. And... We start off okay. This is the homestand, remember, um, leading into the all-star break. And quarter by quarter, we, we, we were we were hanging in it. First quarter, Sass come out, scored 37 to 33. And really, we got hammered by the young guards and their athletic bigs. Uh, they have a very good combination, the Spurs I'm talking about, uh, between Pirtle and Jock Landau, fellow Australian, but Melbourne United, so we're not really that fussed about him. Uh Jock Landau can stretch the floor, and he managed to hit a three straight away, which all of a sudden mixes your rotations up because all of a sudden you have to react on him because he can hit threes. Whereas Pirtle doesn't, but he operates as this offensive juggernaut in terms of offensive rebounding, creating more possessions. He's strong. He's down, operates down low. So Jonas gets put in a tough spot when he has to adjust to either one. Uh, you're then playing Jackson Hayes, who was having to play on um, you know, a smaller guy in either Keldon Johnson or... Um, you know, one of the guards, it makes it a tough matchup for those guys. It really does. So, um, you know, we had no no qualms in this game. We really should have come in and, and stomped them. They were on the second night of a back-to-back, obviously traveling as well, but uh, they were they were too good. And in the end, we fall 124 to 114. CJ McCollum, however, was fantastic. Ended up Top scoring with 36 points, 11 rebounds. He had 10 by halftime uh, and 5 assists. 15 of 24 shooting. Again, huge uh, shot distribution. Brandon Ingram solid with 22 points. Jonas double-double, 17 and 12. DG, however, 0 points. 0 of 6 shooting and 0 of 4 from 3. Um, and, and that was pretty tough. It was tough to watch his shot just not fall. Uh, and 
when the majority of your shots, well, all of your shots were jump shots and the first one doesn't fall, well, it makes it a lot harder to to get your rhythm going. And I'd like to see him attack the basket more. Perhaps he's been told not to and now he's seeing his role evaporate a little bit on offense. Maybe he's getting a bit disheartened. Maybe his uh, offense, uh, his confidence is dropping. I don't know. But um, hopefully he can, he can figure it out because he only played 20 minutes and uh, shared that uh, sort of four, fifth spot in the starting lineup with Jackson Hayes. It was a bit of a job share, but obviously a completely different role. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see whether or not Willie Green sticks with that and with DG in the, uh, in the starting lineup or if that's changed. But again, it's one of those situations where do you upset the apple cart by making a change after two games? One of which CJ McCollum did not look comfortable at all. Um, I don't know. Perhaps you do. Maybe you bring on a guy like Najee Marshall, who was really good in his nine minutes, or Gary Clark, who was solid in his eight minutes. Now bring that defensive mentality on. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But also, it's going to take time. Maybe you, you bring Tony Snell off the bench and let him play. He hasn't played yet, so we don't know what he is um, until we can see what he brings to the team and, and how he operates when he gets a run. All I know is that this is a homestand that we need to win a few of these. And the Spurs have beaten us before. I'm telling you what, it doesn't matter. Just because there's no Josh Hart mean um, or Nikhil doesn't mean we're going to beat the Spurs. They beat us last time as well with those guys. So uh, this is by no means a, a new thing. The Spurs are very athletic. They've got a whole heap of guards, young guys that love to run. Uh, DeJounte Murray, just named All-Star, was fantastic with 31 points, almost triple-doubled. Uh, he was just short with only seven rebounds, but 31 and 12. You know, he was, he was putting on a clinic from mid-range. So, uh, while you want to win these games, it's understandable that you don't. The issue is, is that these guys are also battling for a play-in spot. So, by losing this one, we now drop to 11th. Portland jumped back in because they won, because Josh Hart dominated for them. And, uh, cheers. And, uh, and Spurs are now only half a game behind us in the 12th spot. It's winning time now. Sacramento are starting to go on a bit of a run. They just got Sabonis, who's a great player. So it's going to be an interesting time. But you can't let the rope go while we're trying to adjust. We still need to be able to uh, keep uh, the offense ticking along and also defend. I think that was that was the key in this game, is that we fell because we defended so badly. The, the defense at times was like a sieve. We were sitting there just like letting the uh, guards run past us, layups, you know, Gary Clark had a great block in the last quarter purely because there was no one else there. He was going for an uncontested layup until Gary Clark blocked him. It was on Keldon Johnson. Now, that's just not going to be good enough going down the stretch, particularly if you want to play in the playoffs. You know, so that's the goal, isn't it? You get to the play-in, we win the play-in, and then go into the playoffs. Well, if we're going to do that and make some noise and upset some people, you've got to dig in. It starts on one end. The offense will come. Easy offense comes from good defense. So, you know, you see from the bench tonight, top scorer off the bench was Jose. Najee had six, Clark had six, Jose had six. Billy coming off COVID, he had four and, and six rebounds. It was solid. Jackson Hayes only had four points in 20 minutes. You, you can't have that. You know, we need this contribution for the bench. And if Jackson's not happy with that role off the bench, well, he's better going to have to get, he's going to have to get used to it because he's not going to be in there when Zion comes back in the starting lineup. We could change it now and put him in there, but he's still going to be going back there. So he's got to get used to playing with that second unit. 
Um, and he was playing on the four. It's not like he was playing the five. So we've we got to sort that out, and perhaps it'll all click. You know, this is immediate reaction after the game, after watching a team not defend for 48 minutes, which, uh, which was disappointing. Now, if we go to the team stats, field goal percentage, 50% to 49%. It's not bad. You know, it's solid. We hit 11 of 32 threes. They hit 14 of 37. Free throws, 20 to 19. We had more than them. Assists, they had 26 and they had 22. And what we saw is that Brandon Ingram isn't facilitating quite as much. Well, he's not getting the assist numbers. Let me asterisk that. He's facilitating, but we're not making shots. The issue is, is we're finding guys wide open. I saw a stat um, that was tweeted out that we average 16 wide open threes, which is a guy not within six feet of the shooter uh, for the season. And on the first game against the Heat, we had 21. I don't know what the stats are for this game, but I'd say it was pretty obvious. It was pretty similar because guys were overreacting on Brandon. They were blitzing CJ, and other guys weren't knocking the shots down. And that makes it so tough when you're getting the looks and you're not making them. You know, we had 11 three-pointers made. We should have had 20, at least. They were wide open. What also doesn't help is you have 15 turnovers to their five. They had three turnovers in the first half. It's, you know, you're not caught, you're not being disruptive. And the 50-50 balls, things like that, we, it shows that we weren't working hard enough chasing around screens, um, you know, coming up on guys on the pick and roll coverage, disrupting their offense. And we didn't. They got whatever they wanted. A lot of the shots they missed were ones that, you know, they, they should have made. They were halfway down and rimmed out. And uh, that's just not going to fly. You can't have 15 turnovers and only cause five. I don't care if you get 15 and they get 15. Because that cancels each other out. Particularly when the points off turnovers is 19 to 4. We got four turnovers off their five, uh, four points off their five turnovers. Whereas they got 19 off our 15. Could have been much worse. Transition defense was okay. But that's 19 points. You bring that back down to four apiece, or you get, I don't know, what, 10 points off that. You know, that's a nine point change, and you're only one point in it. That changes the whole game. It changes the outcome. So, it's, um, it, it's a tough situation to be in. Taking care of the ball, and, and that'll come. You know, a lot of these turnovers happen because guys don't know where each other are. We're, we change the whole look of the starting lineup. I cannot preach this enough that we cannot overreact to this. It was disappointing. It was disappointing to lose these things, but overreaction at this point is not right. Do you know what? If you go into the all-star break and you've lost all of them, or you've lost the majority of them and the offense looks bad, okay, make a change. But I don't think you do it as you're heading in with tired legs into this into this um, all-star break, disrupting everything. You know, I think DG's probably ready for a rest. He's had a big, big load this year. You know, this is probably the biggest load he's had uh, since... He was in Charlotte. You know, he never was really the starting guy in Charlotte and, and never one of the, the key cogs in an offense. So he's probably worn out. And while that's not an excuse, okay, cool, no one else is tired. Well, it looks like the guys are dragging themselves up and down the court and I think people are looking forward to the break. Um, I'm not out on guys yet. I tell you what, I'm absolutely not out on them. And we can't blame that it was rebounding because we won the rebounding at 46 to 34. So... We had 10 offensive rebounds to their 7th. We just didn't capitalise. Turnovers is what cost us in this one. And live ball turnovers. They were bad. 
Um, anytime you'd get a bit of uh, momentum, we turn the ball over, silly turnover, and they'd come down the score, uh, down the other end and score. And it just makes it too tough. You know, that third quarter they went on a run, blew it out to 20 points. You, you can't have that. You can't have that third quarter lapse uh, coming out of the half where they blow the game open. You know, we finished with 32 to 26 in the last quarter. We dragged it right back. You go in at, at three-quarter time, down 16, lose by 10. You know, you go in at 10, you lose by four. You know, you go in at even, you win. You, you can't let third-quarter lapses happen. And and that's what's uh, disappointing that, that we did. And it was a little... It was just long enough that the guys lost confidence and they gained a heap of confidence. And every time they wanted to score, they managed to. It was tough. You know, I could go in on the refs again. I'm not going to... can't be bothered. Uh, I've done that before and, you know, it looks... It looks salty, but, you know, do your job. But anyway, um, before I wrap up and do my key takeaways, we're going to thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. Page three on the sign-up will give you a deposit match bonus. Uh, We love that. And now gambling's legal in Louisiana. Go for your life. Enjoy it. But do it responsibly. Don't tell me. Don't say. Don't try to blame me when you're throwing all your money away to that. Um, <laughs> and also, manscaped.com. Use the code HOOPBALL20 at checkout. That'll give you 20% off and free shipping. We love it. We love a discount. I'll tell you what. I know I do. Get yourself some stuff from over there. Also, Use the code, well, go to expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball to get yourself three months on a 12-month subscription. If you want to turn it on, it's one click. Works with streaming service. Netflix, League Pass, expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. That'll give you 15 months. Um, You know, that's a bargain. Enjoy it. And our daily fantasy partner, thrivefantasy.com. Use the Website or the mobile app, code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S. When you sign up, 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100 plus two or four free game tickets to play. I mean, you're kidding yourself. You're leaving money. You're leaving money on the table. You're not using them. And also, you want to win your fantasy leagues. We're coming into the crunch time. You're trying to play for playoff seeding in your fantasy at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. We're faster than the competition and provides more analysis. That is at fantasy or at ethos fantasy BK on Twitter. Go and follow it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here. Uh, We're going to wrap up with the three key takeaways from the game. Number one, defense, 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 defense. It was like a sieve. Um, you, You can't play defense like we did, Matador defense, Olay as they ran past and laid the ball up, you just can't do it. Um, you need to lock in, you need to communicate, and it'll come with the communication uh, and the integration of new guys into the system. But when you've got a whole heap of offensive-focused guys, they don't want to take off, or, you know, they don't want to use all their energy up on defense. And while they've all been digging in, you know, Brandon's been better this year, CJ's never been a good defender, Um you know, Herb, he's been getting, still getting called these rookie fouls. It's going to be tough, but it needs to be a team adaptation. There's not Josh Hart there to throw himself all over it. So, um, and, and hustle and throw himself to the ground. It has to be a team effort. So, uh, really need to see that step up. And whether that's bringing defensive-minded guys into the, more of the rotation and, and give them more. Gary Clark, and he played eight minutes, as we know. Good defender, Jose, uh, was solid. But again, he's, he's good at defending guards. But it makes it a bit tough when you want him to rotate onto bigger guys. Uh, second key takeaway. This offense is going to cook people. I tell you what. You get 36 from CJ in his second game. You get 22 from BI. You get 17 and 12 from Jonas. I wouldn't be too stressed about the offense. It's going to come. It's the other end. And... By golly, I'm here for it. i tell you what. A third key takeaway is let's not overreact to dropping a couple of games. We just changed the makeup of the team. We just changed it. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not over. It's not all doom and gloom. There's still plenty of season left. But we need to make adjustments. And we need to do it sooner rather than later. And we need to buy in. It'll take time. But the guys need to work super hard to get this done. We want to make playing. That's that's been the goal. While it's a, I still don't believe it's a like, real, um, you know, achievement. You should be making the top eight. It's an ability that we have. It's it's a goal that we can get to, and we should go and get it. That should be the pass at this point in the season. We started bad. Now you got to rectify the season. So we went and got the pieces. It's time to improve. So I want to see that improvement. I want to see that buy-in. And hopefully that'll happen. I, know, I trust Willie Green to be able to make that work. And I think it'll come together shortly. So, they were the key takeaways. Next game we have. We have another night off. It's only a short game tomorrow. We've got the Super Bowl. So enjoy that. Uh, go to the Bengals. I'm just opposed to LA teams. I don't really follow the NFL besides the Saints. So, I don't really care as long as LA doesn't win. But anyway. Uh... We've got the Raptors. They come and visit the Smoothie King Center on... It'll be Tuesday morning, my time, Monday night. They've been going on a tear. So that's a team as well. Fred Van Vliet, you know, he went ballistic against us last time. Pascal Siakam's been solid. Gary Trent Jr. is playing unbelievable. It's going to be a tough matchup. 
but it's got to be team buying. We don't get no shooting contest with these guys. It's hard defense and easy offense. You know, exploit the mismatches that we have. Jonas is going to absolutely feast against them. They're not a tall side. So those are those things that I want to have guys have a look at and see if we can um, really exploit it, use the big fella down low. But it's a test, and hopefully it'll come together, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But anyway, don't overreact. That's what my parting message is. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, we'll have a chat to you again after the Toronto game. We're going to try to get some guests on this week again, because we're loving guests. I can see that. Um, and thank you for such a big week as well. It's been fantastic. Uh, I love the listeners have jumped in, and, you know, uh, really big resurgence around the, uh, the trade deadline. So I appreciate you all listening out there. But uh, I'm going to leave it at that, as always. This is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. Look after yourselves and uh, bye for now.